0: Do you want to take your game in baseball and business to the next level? Created by players, for players. This is the Baseball and Business Podcast. Where current and former pro and college baseball players are empowered to reach their full potential on the field and in business. Here's your host, Luke Melms. Welcome to episode 18 of the Baseball and business podcast. This week's guest is Ryan Sudenga. I had a chance to meet with Ryan in Portland on my trip recently. Ryan played college ball. He started at uh, JUCO, ended up playing the end of his career back in the Midwest where he's originally from. After baseball, he got into coaching and kind of made a pivot and. Got into the sporting goods industry. He is currently the brand manager for Nike Baseball. The brand speaks for itself. Nike is certainly at the top of the food chain in the sports world as a whole. We had a great conversation talking about how he ultimately decided to go down the business route and did not decide to stay in the coaching world and pursue that long term and then actually heard the story of how he ultimately got to Nike, and he's been there for over 10 years, so he he told the story of how he's worked his way up the ladder and working at World Headquarters in Beaverton. It's a great episode. It's filled with a lot of insight. I enjoyed meeting with Ryan, and I'm confident you'll enjoy our conversation. Take a listen. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Hey, thanks, Luke. I appreciate you having me. This is great. I know we've been able to chat over the phone, but... To meet in person here in Portland, couldn't be any more convenient. Thanks for coming out here. Absolutely. So as a starting point, I think the the best place would be to touch on your college career. You started and played it at a junior college. Just fill everyone in a little bit about that background. Yeah, so uh,
1: growing up in the North, um, being able to play baseball in the South was always a dream and a goal. Um, So I did play at a few junior colleges down South. Um, Unfortunately, freshman year got injured And ultimately ended up kind of coming back closer to home and finished playing uh, at Concordia University in St. Paul, uh, closer to home. And, um, you know, after after my injury, it was just it was this tough. I realized that I wasn't going to be able to make it probably to the next level. Um, And uh, after my junior year at Concordia, I I did decide to hang up the cleats from a playing perspective and pursue uh, my psychology degree with a coaching minor um, with the hopes of being able to coach someday, uh, whether it be high school or college. Um, as, as kind of a career um, so yeah that's kind of my my backstory on my playing and, and starting of my coaching career right
0: now as far as what you ultimately envisioned you you saw coaching as as the thing yeah I, I grew up with a
1: dad who um, first of all my dad was one who inspired me to play I basically grew up on a baseball field can't you know from the age of three years old I remember watching him play um, and so he was definitely my inspiration to, to fall in love with this game. And, you know, he coached, he played until he was like 55 years old. Um, he coached for a lot of years at the high school and college level. So while I wasn't playing in college, I'd come back in the summers and I'd coach Legion Ball with him and really kind of got a taste of what coaching was like. And uh, I learned a lot from him along the way. Um, with that opportunity to, to coach a little bit, uh, get plugged into that community, I did get an offer to Um, being a grad assistant at South Dakota State University, Go Jackrabbits. And I I coached up there in 2003 and 2004 as I was pursuing my master's degree in sports administration. Um, You know, through that experience, I really did think that long-term coaching is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be, my dream was to be a Division I head baseball coach. And uh, unfortunately, um, I didn't really have much of a choice in the matter when when my coaching career at that level got cut short, uh, when the head coach I was working for retired uh, due to an illness and they brought in a new, new head coach from, well I won't say the university, um, and anyways he, he brought his own crew in just like you know, anybody else would have done, including myself, uh, just the way it works in the business and, and I did get the opportunity to stay on as a um, you know, sports administrator to finish out grad school there, but I was uh, pretty strong headed and uh, I hadn't known anything other than baseball really until really 23 years old. I either played or coached. That was my only job. And uh, I, I thought I just wanted to continue pursuing this this coaching career in baseball. So forward that opportunity to uh, to work in the administration office. Um, but what that did do is help me realize that there are other things out there um, to still stay connected to sport. And I had a random opportunity to start working in a small sporting goods company in, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, and I was able to be a a retail store manager um you know right out of grad school and you know from there my retail sporting goods career took off i worked for dick's sporting goods uh, before ultimately uh, working at this great company nike that i work at today uh, for over 10 years now um, but the first five and a half years of my career um, i was running nike stores in minnesota new york las vegas and ultimately the flagship store in portland oregon and you know, moving around the country, ultimately starting at Nike 10 years ago, I told my, uh, my boss at the time who hired me, I said, on day one, I said, my dream job at Nike is to work in Nike baseball. And I did know I had to get to Portland. You know, a lot of people reach out and ask me, like, you know, love your story. Love, it's awesome what you're doing. Um, how, how would you, how did you do it? And I always say that oh, you have to get to Portland if you want to pursue an opportunity at Nike. I knew I wanted to pursue long-term career opportunities at Nike, Um, you know, so I I figured out a way to get here. And I got here, and and, I was here running a store for 18 months, and being here just opens up a whole other door of of people to connect with. And uh, so I was very vigilant on, you know, after getting settled in here on connecting with people um, at WHQ, and starting those conversations as how do I get into
0: to Nike baseball right one thing that I want to go back to because it will be good for everyone to know the, the little bit of that story as far as how you got into Nike in the first place a recruiter reached out to
1: me I had applied to a job for a store manager position in in Minnesota um, just outside of Minneapolis and they, re, they pursued me and went through the process and, you know, sure enough, got hired and was able to, to start my career um, in November of 2008. The combination of, um, of working or playing and working in baseball, then working in retail as a manager. I mean, I, I uh, managed upwards of 200 plus people at the very peak of the retail stores that I was running. Um, so I had a lot of responsibility around people development, people management. And uh, that was awesome. That took me back to my coaching days because I really felt like I was coaching a, a squad of twenty-five guys on the baseball field, but I was doing it with two hundred, you know, employees at all levels um, running a multi-million-dollar business. Um, that's really where the the, cro- the the paths crossed for me at, with retail and coaching in the game, um, even before stumbling into the business of baseball at Nike. Um, just you know how. Each uh, store was really its own team, Um, and and you really never lose as an athlete, that team mentality, and as a leader on the field, you take that leadership experience
0: to to the store or or to the category you're working on. Something that is a piece of your story that has played out several times, it's obvious to all of us that if you wanna play at the highest level, there's these stairs, along the way you know high school to college college if you get the chance to play at the pro level then you you play minor league baseball and have to cross all those different boxes before you ultimately get to the big leagues yeah when baseball ends and we transition into that next phase it's it's difficult because I mean in baseball it it didn't begin in high school it began in t-ball or whatever way back decades prior yeah and it's this lengthy process and then when we get done and go into business, it's harder to be patient and realize, you know what, I'm gonna have to do the same thing over again. You did it in coaching, yeah. And then you said, I'm ready to, you know what, I I did work my way up, but I'm I didn't I don't want to keep going down this this set of stairs. Yeah. I wanna I wanna do something different. And when when you were describing getting into Nike, you knew where you ultimately wanted to go. What was I mean, what was your thought process as far as dealing with making sure you're doing a good job where you're at now while still maintaining that long-term vision? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point um, and also
1: a good question. I think one thing I also want to touch on before I get into that is, um, you know, throughout my journey, whether as a player, whether as a coach, whether it's my professional career in retail or brand management, whatever it is, you know, the one thing that is constant through all of it is life, like what you expect and what you want in life and what your goals are, don't always come to fruition. Your expectations um, a lot of times fall short. Um, and, you know, so there's a lot of ups and downs in life in general, but especially in the sporting goods world or sports in general. You want to play pro ball, you don't get the opportunity you got hurt. Um, you know, you wanted to coach and be a Division one you know, head coach someday. uh, And the opportunity that you thought would get you there falls through a year and a half into your college coaching career. And then you start a whole new career in retail and um, things seem to be going really, really good. Like you're progressing, working for a couple of different companies. You ultimately get to the crescendo of, you know, this massive organization I work for today. Um, And then you have all these visions of, you know, how to get there and what you need to do and, you know, things seem to go as planned. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, there's always going to be sidesteps or, you know, you're not going to get opportunities that, um, you know, maybe you had expected. And I, one thing I've, I've come to, to realize is that you just have to, um, you just have to, you just have to accept that, you know, you're, you're trying to think of how to put this. Um, your fate is not always in your own control, right? There's things that they're meant to be. You think you want to do, but there's things that are meant to be and not meant to be. And if the way I look at things in, in life is if they have, if something is meant to happen, it will happen. Um, and you can't force it to happen no matter how bad you want it. Right. Um, and, you know, I think the one thing in, in baseball is, it's really a, your individual performance determines if you're going to make it to the next level. I think in, in life or in, in a career, it's really your not just individual performance, but it's your the performance of the team around you or the people around you that help support you, uh, advocate for you to to, to kind of get to that that next level. And, and it's really building that team around you that ultimately gets you um, you know to where you want to be. So I couldn't have been I couldn't have gotten to where I am today if it wasn't for unbelievable, successful, passionate. Um, amazing people that worked around me in all the stores that led me led up to me becoming um, working in retail brand and then into to North America brand um, on the baseball category. So um, again never it's never about just you and how you get yourself there it's always about the people surrounding you that um, has ultimately you know gotten gotten me to where where I am today. I don't know if I answered your question.
0: Yeah absolutely that it's a very important point to iterate and different people that have come on and different episodes that we've talked about. It is about the team. You can't, you have to surround yourself by the right people. And yes, there isn't a scoreboard and it's not as easy to say we scored more runs than the other team and we won, but it is a collaborative effort and it does take a full team of people to see everyone move together forward. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that it's, it's going to work. 100%. So to talk a little bit about, what you do now, you put in the work on the front end. Like you said, it's just been over 10 years that you've been working at Nike. Yep. You're now specifically working within Nike baseball. Yep. What's your day-to-day normally like?
1: Yeah, I mean, coming up here on three years working in uh, North America brand marketing for, for Nike baseball and, and Nike softball. Um, day-to-day for me, really, it's every day. The beauty of what I do is every day is a different story, and there's not many of us that work um, within baseball specifically. Um, so it's kind of a, a niche, like, category. Um, we're a fairly small category, and, uh, you know, certainly hoping to grow a little bit more and getting a little bit more visibility um, in the future with our partnership with, with Major League Baseball. But, um, you know, really day-to-day, it's, it's – um, You know, looking at creating content for uh, all the new products coming up, it's social media management, it's um, grassroots high school baseball team relationships, it's major league baseball uh, team and league relationships, Um, it's softball. Um, We have some softball influencers uh, called The Package Deal who um, have really helped us, you know, grow our softball brand as softball is becoming more and more important to us i um, super excited about the women's college world series coming up about the Olympics. Like there's a lot of great things happening in the softball side of the business as well. Um, so I kind of really touch whether it's grassroots, new, new uh, Nike baseball or softball products and how to market that as well as uh, doing so through social media. Um, so it's really a, every day there's a different hot button and some days there's five hot buttons that, you know, you try to get to as many as you can, but it's fun. Um, It keeps you on your toes. We have a great team uh, in place, and um, we're really scrappy. But we have a great time doing it. And you know, I mean, what else can you ask for other than working in baseball for what I like to think is the number
0: one sporting goods company in the world? Yeah, or brand in the world, for that matter. Right. I mean, it's it's obviously a major major league baseball and Nike. Is that 2020 that that kicks in? Yep, 2020. So that'll that'll be a great, great way to have a more visible. I mean, that's all 30 teams. That's gonna have a, a big change when, as far as the brand of Nike baseball at the. That's the peak of the baseball yeah, I mean, world. You look at it. You look at NBA, who we just took
1: over a few years ago. We got we've had NFL for a while now. I mean, you got three of the biggest. You know, three of the four major sports in North America um, that we're going to have on-field presence for which super exciting and especially in the baseball world as you know we can b- become that face of of major league baseball from a from a footwear and apparel standpoint it's it's, it's unbelievable and,
0: and it's going to be very exciting to see how we show up and and how we help change the game speaking about content and baseball itself i mean that as far as guys that are at the big league level that Are partnered with Nike. You play a big role in that. I mean, is there anything that you want to share as far as what you get to do in the content creation itself, working with these athletes? Yeah, I don't want to get too much into uh, specific
1: dealings with athletes. Um, There's a whole other department that works directly with the athletes. Um, I only work with the athletes once a year, um, as it pertains to the faces of certain products um, that we. That we are pushing out um, in the in the years to, in the year to come, and you know, so during spring training, you get to go down and work with um, several of our uh, top major league players and, um, and and do some photo shoots and uh, create all this great content that, that you're seeing on at Nike Baseball social channel, um, and you know, highlighting kind of the future of, of Nike Baseball and and what we have to offer. Both, you know, it was really exciting for us to um, you know think through a different lens this year because knowing what's coming with major league baseball it's going to be some really cool stuff that you're going to see coming up on that uh, and then we have got some really groundbreaking products that um, that are going to be hitting the market uh, here in the coming year as well that we're super excited to to showcase um, and uh yeah so it's it's really a wild adventure um and and there's you know some days like i said it's there's a lot going on uh, but it always keeps on your toes and you know what would I rather be doing uh, other than working in baseball in any capacity so I'm just blessed to have you know the opportunity that I do and you know ultimately hope to
0: continue to grow um, within within baseball. What advice would you share for anyone that maybe is still playing in college or wherever it is that would like to whenever baseball ends yeah stay attached to the game from a business side of things and be able to do what you do. Take the experiences they had on the field and be able to more directly correlate them off the field. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a good
1: question. I have a lot of people that reach out to me, kids that are still in college, that will reach out through LinkedIn or whatever and, you know, kind of ask because they've seen my journey and, you know, everybody's journey will be different. Um, and if, you know, the first, first thing is when people reach out to me is they kind of really just want to know how to. Work for the organization I work for, so I kind of tell them about my story and the path that worked for me. And I always go back and say, just because it worked for me doesn't mean it will work for you. But um, the one constant is you like you have to connect with people that have that are like-minded and that have um, the the ability to give you advice on doing what you think you want to do in the future. Um, and just starting that there, like there'll be people that I talk to that you know I've started in retail and I always say like to understand any brand if you can understand it at the retail consumer direct like point of view first that really helps you understand on the back end of it how to showcase it to the people that you were just selling it to you know a few years ago whatever right so kind of seeing that life cycle of um, how products come to life in store how consumers react to new products feedback how to you know how to deal with issues with consumers. And then if you can take that, ex- that experience and expertise to the next level of the, you know, kind of behind the scenes of the business where, where I'm at now, um, I feel like that's, that's some really good advice, but um, you know, just identifying some people, so a small group of people that can help connect you to whatever your passions are. And, and it may just be baseball and not a brand. Um, or it may be retail specific and not baseball, right? Like connect with the people that you think um, will help guide you and have experience in doing what you ultimately want to do. Um, and in today's age of social media and including LinkedIn, obviously it's how we connected. Um, like there's unlimited opportunities for, for you to connect with people. And it's hopefully that those people will um, also give you their time to, um, to help you along the way. It's one thing that I, I pride myself in is I try to um, take time out of my my day, whether it's on a Saturday afternoon or Friday after work or whatever, if I have a break during my, my day, to meet with people and um, help give them advice um, on the things that they're looking to achieve in, in their life and in, career, in their career. So, yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think if people reach out and, and ask, the, ask questions versus trying to, to get something necessarily like, someone said, right no. here's a resume, can you, you don't even know them. So <laughs> that's probably yeah. not the best way to start the, that connection. Yeah, you, you definitely, I will,
1: I've had those um, and it's kind of like, you don't know what to say. Like, how am I, why would I, you know, lesson to all you out there listening. Don't do that um, because there is no backstory. Like get to know the person first and then build that relationship with somebody who can ultimately vouch for you. That's how you're going to get somewhere. And a lot of times that will completely turn me off. If you start with that as your first conversation or intro to me, um, I likely won't respond. That's just me, whether it's a,
0: the right thing to do
1: or not. Um, but if you say, hey, I'm interested in learning more about what you do and this is what I would like to do in my career, and um, I'll certainly give you as much time as I possibly can.
0: I think that's, that's very fair. I mean, you have to approach things the right way. In order for something to successfully play football. well the way i think about
1: it is like somebody gave multiple people gave me the time to learn how to get to every step along the way for my career um so the least i can do is kind of pay it forward on the back end and try to help people as much as i possibly can within my within my power um to to, to give them advice and hopefully sound advice to you know pursue what they're looking to get into and if i can be 10% of the help on the way to getting there, I think, um,
0: you yeah, know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think this has been a great conversation, I, I think, to, to land the plane the, the way that I want to make sure that if anyone's out there wanting to connect with you, Yeah, what is the best way for them to connect? We obviously, like we, we mentioned, connected on LinkedIn, but yeah, how would you prefer that someone reach out if they did want to ask a question? Yeah, well,
1: I'm not going to give out my phone number right now, probably um, but, uh, and, and prefer not to, to do it through email either. I, I think LinkedIn is definitely probably the best way to, to connect with me. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm more than happy to, you know, have conversations with anybody out there who wants to talk about uh, baseball and uh, careers in baseball. And I can you know, give you my backstory again in maybe a little bit more depth even than we were able to get into today due to time constraints. But, um, yeah, feel free to reach out to me.
0: Ryan Sedanga, LinkedIn. Perfect. We'll make sure to include the link in the notes section of the podcast to make this easy for everyone to find. But I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Yeah, no problem. To make this happen. Glad that with me being in town, we were able to pull this off. So. Yeah, we'll enjoy organizing And, uh, you know, don't get eaten by a shark out there. You <laughs> know. We'll definitely try to avoid that. Thanks again, Ryan. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Baseball and Business Podcast. For more information, visit our website at baseballandbusiness.com or visit our Instagram page at baseballandbusiness. For those of you who are current or former pro or college baseball players, visit our website and hit the join button. Here you'll get our weekly private email, which includes our weekly content, any updates, and exclusive invites to private events. Once again, this is Luke Melms, founder of Baseball & Business and former college baseball player. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.